0: Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently, my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this.
1: Hey, Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them.
0: Well, welcome to the latest episode of College Questions. We're so thankful you guys are listening in. Hope everyone had an awesome Thanksgiving and Christmas. We are uh, excited about this question, and I'm excited about our guest with us today. Our question is, let me see if I can get this right. It's a big question. It's (laughs) one that you'll see throughout scriptures. Uh, This is definitely a repeated theme, and it's how do I abide in Jesus? Some translations you might see in John 15, you might see the word remain, abide, yes. uh, you'll see these words. And so that's what we're going to explore today. I'm very excited to do that. And I'm excited about our guests with us. Uh, this man, I've had the privilege of knowing for a number of years now, and he is the minister of Chi Alpha here at Arkansas Tech University. Whoa, whoa. He is a uh, faithful follower of Christ, a, a family man, uh, and just uh, grateful for him and his life and his ministry. And uh, so I'm excited to have him on today. So please help me welcome to the podcast, Pierce Williams. Pierce, thanks so much for coming.
2: Thank y'all so much for having me. Definitely, yeah, man. Well, definitely it's, it's, honored to be here. Definitely overwhelmed by the question, but I picked it. <laughs> so that's, that's right. I did. <laughs> yeah,
0: you did. And, I, and that's why I was like, all right,
2: this is great. <laughs> yeah. So I picked it though, because I believe it's one of the most important questions that we can ask of ourselves, uh, and that we can ask of God. Uh, like and we, we ask the Lord, like, what did you mean by this when you when you told us to abide in you? Yeah. Um, It's it's the main verse that we all think of is John 15. Mm. And so and we'll probably mention it's used other places, but that's the main place that we think of. And that's Jesus's last words to the men that he has spent most of his time with uh, during his ministry Mm. on the earth. During those three years, he gave the lion's share of his time to these 12 disciples and his last words to them. Uh, he talks about the Holy Spirit he promises them that he's Mm. gonna he's gonna give them a helper the Greek word is a paraclete one who is beside you Mm. and with you a comforter Uh, and he also he also promises that uh, he also instructs them to abide in him to like live uh, to remain to the word "abide" is attached to living with someone, right? Mm. He instructs them to do that, and then he and then he, he gives them encouragement through persecution at the end of that. But he mm. talks a lot about the Holy Spirit. He's saying like, "This is the means by which you will be connected to me once I leave." And it's better that my physical body goes. It's better mm. that I go. That's always a crazy statement that he made. So you know,
0: it's, crazy. It's better that I leave you. Imagine the looks on their faces. Like, a that? Like, I, I, got- I mean, I would be one. Is like, I like you here, Jesus, with no me doubt. physically. Uh, but obviously, I mean, we now can look back and see the the wisdom that no he had doubt. and saying it's better. Yeah. But imagine that moment that
2: was like, ah, no doubt. you sure? For sure. I, I like you being here. And it's so funny <laughs> reading the gospel because it's like Jesus speaks in parables. that They're probably like, is this another riddle that we're yeah. supposed to solve? You know like, know, like, you know, they're always questioning, like, what did he mean by this? And he's like, he straight up meant like, you know, he's like, I have to go die. And they're like, what does he mean by this? Yeah. And I was like, well, he means that he has to go yeah, die. Know. You know, like.
0: That the parables are awesome, and I always think, um, I, th- I heard somebody talk about most of his teaching was parables, which is yes. crazy. And I'm always grateful for in the scripture, some of them are mysterious, uh, and you there's a lot to figure out, but then I love the ones that literally where Jesus will explain, All right, this is what yes. this means, yeah, like thank you, Jesus, yeah, like, I appreciate you no doubt, that. You're like, no doubt, this is what that And means. even the
2: disciples are like, What does this mean? He's like, Let me tell you, buddy. yeah, let me let
0: yeah. me explain this. Well, let me ask you because you know that John 15 passage is so crucial, and I mm-hmm. think you're right, I think recognizing what was happening in that conversation, yes. what had led up to that, hmm. what was about to happen, makes that incredibly significant hmm. I mean, time you know, let's just be honest. There are some conversations that you just feel the weight of for sure. Right. And it does feel like that in, in a very um, powerful way. Yes. It was a very significant thing. And then you almost had to know that by this point, the disciples knew it was getting real serious. Yes so i imagine that these were words as he said you know that helper you referenced Mm. when he says you know he will remind you of all truth yes i have to believe that after jesus had died and was resurrected that in their lifetime Mm. while they were still here that these words abide in me how often did what did the spirit remind them of that truth yes so let me just ask you you know what what do you, what is it? What have you learned about abiding? Cause it is a big question as you reference. Yes. I know it. I don't think we can come in here, but I do these 10 things. Yeah, for sure. For but, sure. I, but there's certainly things you've learned. Mm, there's disciplines. Yes. yes. So uh-huh. what, what are some things that you would help a listener say? All right, here's some things that I've learned yes. about what it looks like to abide.
2: Yes. So, um, I probably will approach it, uh, like just the the biblical part real quick yeah, and then get into the practical part. Okay. Because I know that like sometimes if we, I I tend to spend time in one or the other. Okay. And I, I, you know what I'm saying? And then I end up leaving some people behind and others, you know? Okay. So the biblical part of it, the thing that strikes me, like I said, it's his last words. And the man who's writing about it is John. And he's like, I'm different than the other gospels and that I am an eyewitness. I sat there at that table and John's Last Supper account lacks supper. All the other Last Supper accounts talk about the food. Mm. But John is like, You guys are gonna hear about that in the other gospels. <laughs> I just want to tell you about what he said. Because mm. that's the real food. Let me mm. tell you, let me tell you the real meal that we had was all these words that are pouring out of Jesus' mouth, that he knew that this was his last night with us. And so he was giving us what we needed to survive. Mm. And really, their next moments were gonna be the hardest moments of their life, watching their Their master, their savior, their Jesus. He would call. He called them friend during that conversation. Mm -hmm. He would call them brother when he rose from the dead and and told Mary to go get him. Mm. They're watching this man who they love die on a cross. So he's preparing them for their hardest moment. So Mm. this 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 passage, really from fourteen to sixteen. Really, I would include seventeen in that. It's all red letters, right? Yeah. That became super important to me in 2013 when my brother committed suicide. Mm. So that was the hardest, hardest time of my life. And that's when literally for some reason I read, the Holy Spirit will be given to you and he will lead you into all truth. Mm. And I just start crying. Like I specifically remember Mm. sitting at my dining room table in Crossit, Arkansas. Shout out Bobby Biggers if you would ever hear this. Uh, Crossit, Arkansas, at my dining room table reading that, weeping with my fiance. Uh, who's now my wife and my baby mama too. Uh, Shout (laughs) out Lauren. Uh, But weeping about just this truth that like, I'm not alone. The Mm. Holy Spirit is with me. Wow. Right. And it gets real practical real fast that way. Wow. Right. Like we all suffer. Jesus suffering is a mystery, right? Like the Mm. problem of Mm. pain and all the theological problems that we have. What we do know is that Jesus answer wasn't just to stop, snap his fingers and stop suffering. His answer was to be Emmanuel, God Mm. with us and to suffer with us, mm. right? And to have that compassion, that with suffering, uh, to come and be with us. And so that's that's heavy for me, like yeah. knowing that he was preparing them for the hardest moments of their life. Mm. But really, he was also preparing them for the rest of their lives. Mm. And I believe John got stuck on this message of abide. Mm. John's gospel by far uses this greek word for abide is minnow i'm probably not pronouncing that right but i'm reading it from strong's concordance because that's how i roll you know (laughs) uh but it's the greek word is minnow okay and john uses it 42 times in his in his gospel uh nobody else uses it even close to that many times nobody else even breaks into the 20s other than john (laughs) himself when he wrote first First john John. (laughs) so so Even after he wrote his gospel and he's writing his letter, he's he's like, I'm still stuck on on this this thing. I'm still stuck on it. Abide, 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 abide. Live with Jesus. Live with Jesus. If I can give you anything, if I can impart anything to you, I want to wrap this up in my whole gospel. I want to wrap this up in my letter. Mm -hmm. I want you to really live with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's where the juice is at, right? Like That's where the real meal is. So Jesus comes in. Takes a towel, wraps it around his waist, starts washing feet. You guys know that part of it. Mm. He uh, and you know Peter's like, you can't do that. I need to wash your feet. You guys know, good old mm-hmm. Pete. Uh, and Jesus says, uh, if 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 I don't wash your feet, I do have part of my kingdom. He's like, wash my whole body. Dude. Yeah, which I love Peter so much, right? Yeah. And uh, and so then Jesus washes feet, and then he starts in uh, on on the place where he's going to prepare a place for them I, mm. i'm going away mm-hmm. and i'm going to prepare a place for you and i'm going to come back and take you to be with me and if it were not so i would not have told you these mm-hmm. things right you know the way to the place where i'm going
0: is <laughs> this where they're like we don't but yeah yeah exactly we don't we don't know the way. exactly
2: i love it because thomas <laughs> thomas right doubting thomas hey i, I don't know the you way you gotta love him bro he's I, real I do. I do appreciate that <laughs> uh yeah i just appreciate um uh, <laughs> can you can you uh, actually uh no we don't you know like <laughs> I love it. And Jesus is like, okay, I am yep. the way, the truth, the life. Mm-hmm. No one comes to the Father except through me. John fourteen six, the one that we all have memorized. Right. Jesus makes seven of these I am statements throughout the Gospel of John. Mm. And so like, this is stuff that Has blown my mind in my Mm. study of john like all you bible nerds out there you probably already know it but john his whole gospel is just poetic in the Mm. way that he brings all these ideas together and this is one of them kind of clumped together way truth life is one of these seven i am this i am the good shepherd i am the gate by which you enter i'm the bread of life i am uh, the true light that gives life Mm. i'm the resurrection and the life like he has all these i am Mm. statements uh so, but here he's saying, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm. And he says, uh, I go there to prepare a place for you. In my Father's house, there are many mansions, right? King James Version, mm. mansions. Mm-hmm. A lot of old timers hang on to that. One. They're yeah. like, I don't want a dwelling place. <laughs> like the other versions say, I want that mansion. The, yeah. You want a room? No, yeah. I want yeah. a mansion, Get right? <laughs> yep. So, but the word is actually, it's, the noun version of that verb, abide,
1: Mm. uh,
2: in Greek. But we miss out on it because in English it's two Mm. totally different Mm. words. Mansion, abide, but in in Greek it's, mino is the verb, abide, but mone is the noun. Mm. And that ties it all together in a way that us reading in English don't see it. But he's saying, in my father's house there's plenty of room for you to dwell. And that's the whole point of Mm. it. And I don't want you to get fixated on heaven. That'd be like me coming in after not seeing my wife For three years and being like, oh, I love what you did with the carpet. Mm. Streets of gold? Wow. Like, he's like, no, the father is the The prize. The relationship. The father is the prize. That's, yeah, yeah, the point is relationship. And so the relationship is what it's all about. And the living with God, living with Mm. Jesus, dwelling with him, walking with him is a theme throughout the Old Testament. Enoch. Uh, I know that. Yes. That walk, he, walked he walked with, with God. God, right? I love that. And so, and and you see about these men of faith from the Old Testament, he walked with God. Mm. And so, like, it's that same type of idea of like, no, you can straight up just live with God. Mm-hmm. You can have the Holy Spirit. It's gonna the Holy Spirit's the means by which I'll do it, but mm-hmm. the Spirit can live in you. And his love, you can abide in his love. Mm-hmm. You can abide in his word. This is the way that Jesus talks about it. And so we don't have time to walk through yeah, all 42 no. times he uses it but he uses it he uses it a lot in John yeah um but the whole idea is that you would see y'all out there listening uh would see how massive this gift is that Jesus is giving that we would be able to commune with him mm-hmm. 24/7 the holy spirit was something that when when they gave it or uh, when Jesus gave it to them uh they would have understood the massive massive significance of a of a smelly old fisherman like me have receiving the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit because for them they knew the law and the prophets and they knew this is only reserved for prophets priests and kings and the priests that would go in once a year into the Holy of Holies they would tie a rope around that Joker's Mm -hmm. waist just in case the holiness of God Mm -hmm. was so stout that it killed him dead the rest of them didn't want to go in there to get him, so they tie a rope around his waist to pull him mm-hmm. out if he died in there. That's how massive, that's how incredible the Holy Spirit was, and how empowering. And a lot of times we focus on the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, the dudumus and all that yep. stuff that we talk about, and and it did come in power when it came on the day of Pentecost. There was there was rushing wind and there was mm-hmm. uh, shaking, and then there was tongues of fire, and then there was mm-hmm. languages being spoken that no one should have known and no one should have understood. But God was moving and working, mm-hmm. right? there's power but when jesus gives it here it's really about intimacy mm. and i believe that's the part that a lot of times we miss out on
0: yeah and well i think i, I wonder if if you're leading into the practice because in all those passages john 15 and first john it's all conditional um, mm. it's this call it's this invitation mm. abide in me remain yes. in me and you see this uh, if you mm. if you abide in me if you remain in me yeah and you and i've I'm sure been in ministry long enough to see that it, we feel the pull. You know, I love that old hymn prone to wonder Lord. I yeah. feel it. Yes. So I think part of authentic, all auth, being authentic is realizing yes. that I am prone to wonder for sure. So if it's the implication of all those texts are, it is possible not to about to be a believer, to be a child of God for and sure. to not abide. For sure. And yet the invitation remains. So, how do I, man? How help me, Pierce? How, how do I, if it's possible for me to not do this? Yes. You know what are some things? How do I check? How do I know if I am or not? And mm. then what what are things that I can do to ensure that I am a body?
2: But that's great questions. Uh, I'll say this about it, Justin. For one, you could probably teach me a lot. Uh, I am. I'm the reason I'm. I'm geeking out on this question on this topic, and the reason I'm studying Greek, even though I'm. I barely speak English (laughs) is because I'm learning this deeply for myself right now Mm. that this this concept of abiding has been my lifeline but even now as a missionary to college students for like 10 years or whatever it's been now even now preaching week in week out studying the Bible I literally talk about Jesus from the time I wake up to the time I lay my head down Mm. and I don't get tired of it Mm. right because he's awesome Mm. But even now I'm learning so much about mm. abiding so that's one thing to be said is it's a continual journey that's good one one good litmus test I believe okay. is given to us in Galatians 5 okay the deeds of the flesh are obvious mm. you know what they are all this this nasty corrupt uh, wicked stuff or not we could list them off but the fruit of the Spirit mm. is this love joy peace patience mm. gentleness Kindness and self-control and now be careful out there listener because you've probably heard this list before But maybe you've let it become a list in your mind Because I know that that's the danger that I can fall into I was raised going to Awanas and running circles uh, For my team and then going and memorizing scripture verses So I have all these lists and I all these scriptures put to memory Mm. But if I'm not careful, I won't I won't pause on love and think to myself Do I actually have love in my heart right now? Mm joy well yeah am i really joyful like am i gonna be am i am i gonna act like i have joy when i'm like moping around today Mm. peace i don't have any peace like i'm I'm anxious about this and that and i'm worried and patience wow there's a reason why paul put that first on his love list in
1: Mm. first corinthians
2: 13 because that one will trip us all up Mm. right patience Mm. gentleness kindness self-control if you've been abiding with jesus if you spent time with jesus I believe that those things would be like flowing from you. Mm. And that's how Jesus talked about this Holy Spirit thing. He was like, he's like, talk to the woman at the well. And mm. immediately after her conversation, he says, he says, true worshipers worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Right? And mm. this is in John 4 yeah. after their conversation, or actually, sorry, at the very end of their conversation uh, when they're arguing about the temple or the mountain. Yeah. But so, But what he says to her is, if you knew who it was that asked you for a drink, we would have asked him and he would have given you living water that would have become in you a wellspring welling up into eternal life
1: mm.
2: and it went right over her head because mm. she said man you ain't even got a bucket what are you mm. talking about right so she yep. didn't get it yeah, she, yep. but but we get to see Mm-mm. this thing that Jesus is offering us is Life and life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And I think that 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 talk can sometimes get labeled wrong because of Mm -hmm. like prosperity gospel type people of Mm -hmm. like, God wants you to have life and life to the Mm -hmm. fullest, you know, like that type Mm -hmm. of stuff. But but those prosperity gospel people weren't the first one to say it. It was Jesus Christ who said that. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's a good litmus test. Have I actually been abiding with Jesus? Well, maybe I read my Bible a lot, but Jesus said to the Pharisees, Mm. You, you search the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have found eternal right. life, but he criticized them because they lacked love, mm. right?
0: He said, these are the scriptures that testify about me. Mm. That's where, and that's where I love where you're bringing wisdom to the discussion because when you talked about the power of the Holy spirit, yes, we see these incredible acts and yes, God still does those things. Mm. Then I, I love how you made it very practical And brought out the fruit of the spirit, because if I'm, there's no way if I'm like you, and I think you said this, if I'm living anxious or, I mean, come on over the last seven, eight months, I think we've all been tempted to be robbed of joy. Come on. So if, if I'm lacking those things, then it's, God didn't fail in his part. That's right. He's done his part. Mm. I'm missing something here. Mm. And. That is such a great litmus test, as you said, because if I'm, if I'm feeling these things,
1: Mm.
0: I got to go back to square one and get Mm. back to the truth Yes, and allow that to bring out joy,
2: Mm.
0: to bring out peace, um, patience. Yes. Right. Like, man, that's so good because I think so many times we do want the mountaintop experiences, but I see, I see, I feel like you tell me if, if you agree with this, but It is equally as powerful when you gave that testimony of your brother committing suicide Mm. in 2013 for you to be in a moment like that. It makes no sense for you to learn things from God in that moment. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: To me, that is absolutely a miraculous power of the Holy spirit Mm. to be in one of the hardest times of your life for sure. And see God with you.
2: Yes. Emmanuel.
0: And what a beautiful picture of abiding in Christ doesn't make a situation easier. Mm. It doesn't take away the hurt, the mm. pain, but as you already said, mm. the abiding, that's the beauty of abiding. Mm. It, he's you're walking with God through whatever that may be. Yes. And life is, it's not always easier, but it's always better. Yes. Walking with him. Mm. And I just love how you made it very practical and, and I'm, and I'm with you, man. I think, I imagine that, uh, well, as we, as you referenced, if John is still writing to his audience in first John, mm. remain, abide, then obviously it was on his brain for a reason. And I think he saw, I wonder, cause I've actually been studying first John recently. And you know, these authors, they did not know how this audience would respond mm. I mean, sometimes I know it it is a mysterious thing. You know, I love that verse. And I don't know, you might have to help me with this first or second, Peter. It's a great explanation of how we got the Bible. Mm. It talks about how men wrote as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, exactly. So God didn't remove personality. He didn't remove connection, relationship. That was a real person writing to a real audience. For sure. He did not know how they were going to respond. In other words, I imagine many listened and many fought to remain and abide. Mm. But I imagine some didn't yeah and anyway i just i love the power of uh the holy spirit in our life on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and the fight in our hearts to remain and to abide Mm -hmm. in all those practical situations like you mentioned patience and we laugh because like man Mm -hmm. this is where it gets practical and so many times we want the mountaintops and those come that we have those those Mm -hmm. are great we embrace those when they come yes but man it's also sitting at the grocery store you know, you ever done the thing where you switch lines because you thought uh it like was shorter? And I don't know if it's just me, but I think God. Every time I seriously do laugh because I'll be like, I'll have like five people. Yeah. This hadn't happened since the pandemic, but yeah. back when we used to have lots of people in the store, yeah. I remember there'd be like five people in line. I'd see one person over there, so I'd be like, I'll slip over here. And yeah. every time, man, every time something happens, and I'm sitting here, yeah, and, watch yeah, yeah. That, and, and that line just gets, and I'm yeah. like, all right, God, yeah, all right, patience. <laughs> I mean, here we go. I'm, you know. Yeah. Uh yeah. but I appreciate you making it practical cuz I think um it is it has to be. Mm. Um what are some other things for you man that have helped you, you know, you said it's something that you know you're really thinking about right now. Are there other things that come to your mind and heart just um lessons about abiding?
2: Yes. Yeah. So so definitely there's way more to be looked into like I said if you want to like get into the biblical where else it's used in John? Where else it's used in the Bible? Mm. Uh, when Jesus used it, how he used it? Mm. Um, but as far as the practical side goes, uh, I think that those those litmus tests of the fruits of the Spirit you can walk through each one of them, mm. and you can just you can just think it, think to yourself like, uh, am I actually walking this out? And if not, I haven't spent time with Jesus. There is a um, whenever Jesus leaves them and says, "All right, boys, it's yours." uh i'm going to the father uh and he <laughs> and he <laughs> yeah didn't quite say that
0: no but i'm i'm laughing just because <laughs> you know they're like man i if i'm in that spot yeah <laughs> i mean i've witnessed
2: everything they witnessed for 3 years i'd be yes. like
0: man please don't go yeah like yeah. this is really scary yes. you're you're leaving no doubt Please, don't do that. I,
2: I think that's why Matthew and his gospel, they, the last words are, and lo, I will be with you always, even <laughs> to the right. end of the age. Because Jesus knew when he's given them that's this right. great commission, he mm. knows they're freaking out the whole time. Yeah. They're like, "They're like, we're responsible I'm for not. the, for baptizing people in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, yeah. making disciples of yeah. all nations. Like, we're responsible for yeah. this. I'm, and yeah. He's like, I'm with you. I'm God here. That's good. Teaching them to obey everything. That's a good observation. So, good. so. Yeah, it's like this thing of him being with us, you know. And he he raises up into heaven. Uh, he leaves it with them. Um, what he what he like immediately after that, Day of Pentecost happens, and we can spend time on that, right? Mm. It's cool, like that. It's like a, a Tower of Babel reversal thing. It <laughs> brings brings the tongues back together, where yeah. like the tongues have been split. Mm. People from all over the world. It's symbolic of what God's about to do. Like mm. all the cool stuff, right? Mm. And so. So, but then immediately they go and they actually start doing the things that Jesus did. Mm. And they're John and Peter are walking into the temple, homeboys begging. And they said, "Look at me." He looks up and he, they say, "Silver and gold I do not have. What I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Stand up and walk."
1: Whew. Mm.
2: Shakes the whole city up, right? Uh, they they have to stand trial before the Sanhedrin for that and for some other healing that they did. Yeah. Uh, for some for speaking in the name of Jesus yep. and stuff what they say when they're before the Sanhedrin is they don't co- they don't cower they this is this is I believe is another sign that you've been with Jesus because this is wild when you think about it think about your two knucklehead fishermen from <laughs> Galilee you know what I'm saying yeah like Galilee yeah. really and you're gonna stand before these most highly educated mm-hmm. men in your whole culture like, these are these are the rulers of their culture. These are the most educated men of their culture. These are the most well-spoken, most well-written men of their culture. It would be mm. like standing before the president, Congress, the Supreme Court, and, like, I don't know, Billy yeah. Graham and yeah. some other people. You know, like, mm. not just political, but also religious leaders, elites, looking at you and ready to ridicule you. Mm. And you know what they were used to whenever they people stood – on trial before them they were used to this uh um well i just yeah. i'm sorry I, I won't do it anymore they didn't get that from john and peter because they were full of the same spirit that rose christ from the dead mm. this is so sick to me what did especially they
0: what, was in this the, day and age. what did they say was it the is that the one where it's like you decide for yourselves but as for us um
1: yeah
2: so so basically they preach and they're like they give this whole old testament spiel right like a good jewish message right there nailed it good sermon boys and then and then uh they say jesus christ who you crucified is the one who meets all these criteria and and then uh they say uh you know you have to quit speaking in this name and they're like they're like uh who are we supposed to listen to you or God (laughs) we've been mandated by God to do this and it says that the Sanhedrin the most authoritative men in their whole culture like the only people that were above them were the Romans Mm -hmm. by force right but in their culture they were the most authoritative and they said. They, they question how do these men speak with such authority? Mm. They're uneducated and ordinary. And it says they took note that they had been with Jesus. That's awesome. With Jesus. That's a great,
0: that's a great scripture. That
2: that blows my mind. And it's such a good, um, to me, it's such a good, it's like another litmus test for me. Like, Mm. do I really have authority in my life? You know, do I really have authority? Like when, when I'm in the store and I feel something from the Holy Spirit telling me like, Hey, you need to love this woman, uh, like in front of you or behind you in line because she's having a hard day with her kids right now or whatever. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But then there's all the things of like, oh, well, like, you know, uh, maybe she doesn't want to talk to people and maybe she's one of these people that's like really afraid of COVID. So she doesn't really want to interact with me too much. Don't want me breathing all over. Like, there's all these fears that the enemy tries to bind us up with. But if you've been with Jesus, then you have the authority of Christ with you. It doesn't matter what kind of education you have, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how well spoken you are. You can be an ordinary man man. And if you're with Mm. Jesus, it makes a difference. Yeah, no doubt.
0: I hear, uh, a couple of things that you're communicating. Let me just do a listening check. I feel like one thing that's, that's clear, and maybe this is the conditional stuff, you know, you, even in your explanation of this, there's so much scripture that's come out Mm. that you've said and that you've shared. And I think that's a key part of it, right? Like Mm. there's no way we can abide in Christ apart from the word of God. Yes. Yes. And practically, I think that's worth mentioning. For sure. And you know, It's interesting. Out of the podcast, we do a lot of the questions. This D tends to be a theme. Mm.
1: It's
0: like, you know, I mean, no matter what we're dealing with, it the, life is extremely difficult, but it's not complicated. Mm. It's not complicated. Mm. Let's just be real, man. It, it's getting in the word. Mm. Step one. Yes. Because there's no way like how many of these truths that you're now dwelling on and thinking mm. about it, you're yes. benefiting from, you're, re, you're receiving a reward, even on this side of eternity, of experiencing those truths, because mm. it is this tension, right? Like, for example, the day we come to Christ and we put our faith in Jesus, we don't instantly know everything. Mm-hmm. We do have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We do have a relationship with God, mm-hmm. but God also doesn't just the bible in our brain like and us just know it right so this is yeah so you've spent time obviously reading john 15 Mm. and you've spent time reading these stories in acts you've Mm. spent time and they're in you man you've Mm. you've meditated on scripture you've Mm. thought about it it reminds me of joshua 1 8 right like Mm. meditate on the scriptures day and night yes so that you may be careful to do yes everything that is written then you'll be prosperous and successful yes and to your point earlier it's like like, you know, you're right. Sometimes we, people get scared of like these types of, it was like, no, with that to me, that is success is, is learning. You learning to abide in Jesus Yes, is success. Yes. I mean, if you're asking me, because if, if it's possible that we would not remain and not abide, then success is that you and I would die. having haven't, now we're going to have some good days, bad days. We'll have successes. We're going to have failures. Mm. There's going to be those moments where we are the Holy Spirit's putting that thought in our brain like, hey, I want you to do this and we're fighting it. Yeah. And we're making the excuses. Yeah. And and praise God. There's times when we we recognize that the spirit inside of me is the same spirit yeah. that raised Christ that I can do this. Uh-huh. I can be obedient and whatever happens, that's not up to me. My job is to be obedient. That's success. Yeah. There'll be other times, sadly. Yeah. That we feel that prompting from the spirit, or maybe it's just me, but I'll be like, I'll make excuses and I won't do it. And then I'll, but I can still learn from that. That's right. Right. So like we still, that's life, but I just love that, you know, in scripture is a huge part of you learning to abide. Yes. I, um, I also hear you saying at the end of that, that if we're abiding in Jesus, people will notice. Mm hmm. Your life and your reactions mm-hmm. to situations will look different, mm-hmm. and the world—whether it's people, Christians around us—or yes, hopefully we're living in such a way where we interact with people who are Christians. That yep. should be, you know. Yep. So, in both settings, Maybe you fold them up on a Jesus suit. Yeah, that's you know, right.
2: Yeah, like Jesus loves
0: you. <laughs> hey, you need to come <laughs> to class. You mentioned coming to class. We, we need to make that happen. No doubt. But I, uh, but it should look different, right? I mean, there's yeah. no way that, and I, and I. That's I, that's just two things listening to you talk about this conversation mm. that I hear you saying and I love that and I think that's practical. Anybody listening go, okay, I can go read my Bible right now. Yes. Amen. Because even how you reference Galatians five twenty two, mm-hmm. how else am I gonna know? Now mm-hmm. can God do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's the the Proverbs thirteen four, right? It's like a slugger craves and gets nothing. Yep. But the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're able to think about that in life and understand, OK, wait, I'm displaying the impatience right now. This mm-hmm. is not of God. Mm-hmm. I need to get back to abiding in Christ. Yes. Yes. Oh, Amen. God. OK, here we go. And here comes patience. Amen. Right? Or I'm feeling that anxiety. Mm. And OK, God, I'm. I'm going to Philippians four. Mm. Right. Six, yes. Amen. God. OK, so. Do not be anxious about anything. God, I'm feeling anxious, but I'm what you tell me to give this to That's you. That's right. And I'm clinging into that promise that your peace that surpasses all understanding. That's it right. doesn't make sense for me to be at peace right now. It's a guard but I'm, dog. But I'm But I'm <laughs> I'm. giving it to you and I'm asking you to help me have that. Yes. And th- this is abiding. Amen. Right? Like it, it looks different. Amen. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I heard, I, I feel like it's worth emphasizing. I hear you saying those two things. And I know there's so many things mm. to abiding. I love how you started it with, uh, with man, this is something that I'm learning. I don't have it figured out yet, but I'm learning. Isn't that the goal? Yes. That we're always trying to learn from this, Mm. that we're always trying to, I I don't think we'll quite figure it out on this side of eternity, which is what I love your picture of heaven. Mm. I mean, isn't it cool that if we spend our days here trying to figure it out and and hopefully we're always going to pursue what it looks like to do this more. But when we get to heaven, yeah, Dude, it'll be perfected. That's right. We'll understand fully. That's right. Like, I love that. That's such a cool picture, yes. man. Yes,
2: thank you, uh, Lord.
0: That's awesome. Well, man, I want to ask you, I know, again, uh, we may have to do a part two, and I'm sure we will, because uh, this is a fun conversation. I
2: was late for you guys to know. I was <laughs> late on Justin. I was eating Mexican food and lost track of time. Mexican food does that to you, but it's definitely my fault.
0: You, uh, But, man, it's all good. We're having fun. And, uh, but I do want to ask you, man, what is there... I want to make sure you have an opportunity to share something that maybe we haven't had a chance to talk about yet um, when it comes to this discussion of abiding in Christ, remaining in him. Is there anything else that uh, or something you want to make sure you get to share with our listeners? Yes.
2: Yeah. So I'll say like another product or byproduct or it's hard to even call it that because that's so attached to like.
0: I know what you mean, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like I, I got you. It's different than that, but it yes. is a
2: byproduct. But uh, it says, if you abide in me, if you remain in me, you will bear much fruit. Mm. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm. Those are the type of branches that are cut off and they wither and they're picked up and thrown into the fire to be burned. God prunes the ones, you know, that are bearing fruit, right? So they can mm. bear, bear more fruit. But that thing of bearing fruit. And so, again, we don't have time to get into this, but there's like, there's so much about John... 13 through 17 that's attached really 14 through 17 is attached back to Genesis 1 and 2 and 3 Mm. that's like the mandate was be fruitful and multiply Mm. fill the earth and subdue it and now there was a rebellion that we gave into right Mm. in eating that fruit And then the world's been in rebellion but now there's a new mandate of discipleship from Mm -hmm. jesus where we are filling the earth and subduing it the way that daniel chapter 2 would talk about it is a Mm -hmm. it was a rock not cleft by human hands it smashed all the kingdoms of the world and that rock grew into a mountain that overcame the Mm -hmm. whole earth right it's like these cool visuals that the old testament Mm -hmm. gives Mm -hmm. us so this thing of being fruitful like if you abide in me you will bear much fruit. You know what a branch does? Because we haven't even talked about I'm the vine, you are the branches. Man, the cool thing about a branch is it's just hanging out, (laughs) brother. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) literally just hanging out. Uh, And it's bearing fruit, Mm. not because of its own efforts, but because it's attached Attached to the vine. vine. It looks a little bit like this. When your sister is just sitting at Jesus' feet and you're in the kitchen washing dishes and Mm. slinging plates and getting food ready and cooking a casserole or whatever they cooked back then, right? And you're like jesus what's up with that why are you letting her do this mm. and jesus says actually this is the best way mm. she's your sister's chosen yeah. martha martha right i yeah. love you girl but your sister's chosen the better way there's only mm. one thing that is essential mm. that is necessary i think is the word that That's the niv good. uses it's like this thing of like we can get so sidetracked on the fruit and and like what does my life look like is my life a christian life is it producing mm. things and and that's i believe where the pharisees got sidetracked and they knew a lot of scripture they knew mm. scripture better than anybody else but they were looking at the the product of their life rather than just getting intimate with god and the intimacy thing is another part of it mm. it's kind of weird to talk about but in in john chapter 17 he says he prays he's like i'm praying for these that you've given me uh the ones that that you That you've given me, I will give eternal life to, or I have given eternal life to. I can't remember how it's worded. But then he says this, and this is eternal life. Mm -hmm, John chapter 17, verse 3. Defines it, colon. This is eternal life, colon. That they might know you, the one true God, and know Jesus Christ or know your son Mm -hmm. who you've sent. Mm -hmm. So knowing God, just knowing him, is where life is. And so, and that thing of knowing is also a thing that produces fruit, at Mm -hmm. least in the Old Testament. Yeah. Adam and Eve knew each other, and they had a son, right? So it's like the the biblical way of knowing is much more than just knowing some facts about somebody, Mm. right? The biblical way of knowing is the highest level of physical intimacy. And so obviously Jesus wasn't wasn't talking exactly about that, but I do believe he was talking about that level of intimacy, that marriage covenant level of intimacy. Now knowing me, that's where you're going to experience eternal Mm. life, knowing me.
0: How do you... uh Well, I just, I thought about this too, that abiding in when I recognize and I'm having success and things are going well, and then how do I abide when I'm not doing good? Yes. You know, um, do you want to share anything about that? Like how, when I, when I've fallen, like I've, I've done something stupid. I know I've sinned and I'm in the middle of my sin. For sure. Can you, abide? what does abiding in that situation look like?
2: Yes, that's good. I'd say it's simply like this, face Jesus, mm. just face him, mm. face him. You know what he's going to look like? You know what you're going to, the, the eyes that you're going to see looking back at you, eyes of compassion, more compassion than you can imagine. You know, when you come back to the father, you know what you're going to get? Not what you thought, not a, not a slap on the wrist and a place of servitude. You're going to get a robe and a mm. ring and sandals and a party mm. and a fattened calf killed and a place of sonship. That's mm. what you're going to receive. And we can't get that through our thick skulls because yep. we're so performance based. Yep. We can't get that through our thick skulls. So yep. face the father. That's good. We can do a bunch of good things. And I, I would like to talk about Peter denying mm. Jesus, but then being reinstated with Phileo Phileo Agape, you know, like mm. the uh, John 21. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice to talk about. but We don't have time. But, uh, but I want to talk about this, this one last okay. verse on the day of reckoning. Ooh, here it comes. All right. Many will cry, Lord, Lord. Mm. And he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm. And they'll say, Lord, wait a second. Didn't I cast out demons and heal the sick and prophesy in your name, Didn't in your name. name? Yeah. I never missed Sunday school. Not once. Yeah. Do you know how many Bible verses I have memorized? I read every morning for like an hour. Like, I don't even think the preacher does that, right? (laughs) We have our lists and we love our lists. And Mm. so this is where, so, and it's so hard because it's not a cut and dry answer because you cannot get there without scripture. Jesus says in John 8 or 9, I can't remember, abide in my words, right? right? Uh, So we can't get there without scripture, but also we can get, we can, we can use scripture like, like it's like the Pharisees a tool. you referenced earlier like, yes like he's it's like, just you a diligently
0: tool. study scripture you think that by them you can yes
2: yeah, yes that's, so that's good. it's it's not just cut and dry yeah. we can't get there yeah. without scripture but we're not there yet yeah. until we really face
1: Jesus yeah, that's good
2: because he says i never knew you now that blew my mind first in fact the first time i read it i heard you never knew me from jesus because i was like yeah he knows the number of hairs on my head mm-hmm. i was knit together in my mother's womb i grew up learning mm-hmm. all the verses right He knows more facts about me than I even know about myself. He has memories. Jesus has memories from when I was two years old that I can't even remember, right? That's that's crazy to think about, that he remembers parts of our lives that we can't even remember. Mm. And even the parts that we do remember, he probably remembers them more factually. (laughs) It's crazy (laughs) when you think about it like that. He knows a lot about me. Mm. But when he looks at these evildoers that he told them to depart from his presence, he said, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm. (laughs) Pfft. Yep. And that's terrifying because they yep. had a great list, right?
1: Mm-hmm. These miraculous
2: things. But it was a thing of intimacy. Mm. I think what he was trying to say is, you never really just faced me. Mm. Now, you did all these great things, but you never just faced me and got real with me. Yep. That's what he wants. Will you get real with him? Will you let him know you? Now, I know that he's God and he knows everything about you and he knows your thoughts before they mm-hmm. even come out on your tongue. Mm. But there's something relationally that he wants from you. And you, and he won't take it from you. He waits for you to give it to him. And now this is all hard, even theologically to understand, but he waits for you to to just come to him and face him and surrender, Mm -hmm. surrender, surrender to his love. It's good, but you you can be religious and have all your, all your things in order.
0: And miss out on the relationship on it and I, you know, I think that's what you. separates christianity from every religion in the world because yes. every religion world kind of says look here's how you can attain whatever they have deemed heaven or yes. whatever yes their utopia and and christianity jesus says mm, you can't yeah uh, as you referenced earlier like i am the way right. the truth and the life no right. one comes to the father except through me that's right and you know i, I love the clarity mm-hmm. jesus gave with that yeah um, there is no other way and so man, I appreciate you. And, you know, it is a big discussion. I know there's many things we didn't get to, but I hope the people listening, you know, really uh, are encouraged. I am because I think, you know, that's one thing I feel about life that it is hard. And, you know, there's you want to constantly be learning because there are times you're body and there's times you're not, there's times we're stubborn and mm-hmm. we're, we make bad decisions. And, mm-hmm. but that's why I love that response you had of when you, when you know you're there, just turn and face God. Because yes. in those moments, usually what we want to do is run from him. But we're that's like right. Adam and that's Eve right. in the guard. We're acting as if God hiding. can't find us. We're like, For we're sure. hiding from For him. Sure. And I love that, that you're just like, no. And, and it's, you know, the, the first John book we referenced, the, what's the promise in first John one, nine, when he talks about um if
2: you live in the light as he is in the light.
0: Well the one uh, if you confess your sins, confess your and sin, to forgive he us. He is faithful, purify
2: us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Done. Like that's yeah. there. Yes. And
0: and so I love that abiding doesn't require perfection, yes. it requires relationship. That's the that's the first step of abiding. You begin a relationship with God and then yes. the invita- I, I think it's the two craziest invitations in the world. Yes. A that God would would send his son to die for me and that I have an opportunity to know God through Christ. Invitation Mm. number one. Yes. Invitation number two, that he would invite me to know him more. And as you referenced earlier, to walk with him. Yes. And to allow him and to pay attention. He's with me. Mm. He's not departed. I may not recognize it. I may be stubborn. I may be not wanting to face him, but he's with me Mm -hmm. in every situation. Hmm. And I love this picture of abiding because it really is that he is everywhere I go. He's with me. Yes. What we have in this relationship with God is not bound to a building. And I love, I love our churches. I love, I'm yes. the, that's one thing God's teaching me right now. I love all these things, mm-hmm. but our relationship with God is everywhere we go. That's right. The, the abiding takes place everywhere. That's right. If we're paying attention, the opportunity, right. I should say the opportunity to, that's abide right. That's good. That's a great everywhere. way to put it. Yeah. Whether I'm driving down the road, whether I'm, taking my kids somewhere, whether I'm changing a diaper, we're out of hey, that amen. state, praise amen. God, but I'm all in that in moment, <laughs> man, if I'm like, no matter what, that's right. no matter what. And, uh, I love that and the good times and the bad, the challenges, the, the sweet things, the great things, yes. all of it. Yes. It's all the opportunity to abide remains. Yeah. And so I appreciate you sharing with us today to challenge us. I think you gave us some real practical things to think about yes. to help me know. I mean, that's the point, right? Am I abiding? That's right. And, right. and, and how can I abide, but how can I remain in Christ on a daily basis? Right. What are some things that will hold me accountable mm. to do that? And I yeah. think you've offered a lot of good wisdom on I'll that. I'll
2: add one last tidbit. I think there's a whole conversation about escape to be had attached to this. Okay, That's the thing that keeps us from facing Christ a lot. Like you said, we run like Adam and Eve, or you can pick whatever biblical character you want, right? Yeah. But we escape, we run away Whenever we, if we would just face Christ right? He would heal us, mm. right? But there's all kind of, opp- the enemy has given us all kind of opportunities to escape. And he and he wrapped it in a, in a little rectangular package. Look at this oh gosh, this yeah. brick that we have. Let's build yeah, a tower to heaven up his with phone it. In case you, and yeah, and, then, can't see and this. then he put a, a, a fruit picked from a tree with a bite taken out of it and slapped it on the back of yeah. it, right? How crazy yeah. is that? Yeah, know, right. And so he gave, gave us all kind of places to escape, quote unquote, like Adam and Eve, that was a quote unquote for them. Yep. Escape from God and not really face him. But there's a whole conversation to be had about that's good. about getting away from escape and actually letting him be a refuge. The thing that you escape to is him. So we don't have enough time for it. But I, I, I just feel like I really need to add that because I feel like that's a lot of the things. That's the practical thing. Well, I thing think
0: what we need to do is to have you out. back on the podcast and do that question because that's a question of itself. Mm. You know, and and that's a great we have not explored that. Uh, yeah. we've talked about social media but just practically how to that I think that's a lot of wisdom in that and you're mm. right I, I'm with you man so I appreciate you pointing that out mm. and man it's been good uh Pierce thank you man I'm so uh grateful for you and for the encouragement you are to me and I'm I'm you know, I know we we're talking a little before the podcast just I know we don't always get a lot of time together but it's so encouraging knowing that you are serving Christ and trying mm. to love God and love people yeah, with all your heart and I know that and so we have a a kindred heart in that. And so I'm grateful for you, man, and, uh, praying for you and your ministry. And, uh, and just, we're so thankful for everyone listening in until next time. I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to one another, connected to church, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.